Hey, how's it going? This is DC Sports Talk with your man, Lou Joe, and uh, welcome to Cook the Chicken, and that's what we plan to do this week as we uh, play the opponent, the Green Bay Packers at FedEx Field. It's a one o'clock game. Let's see what happens. Uh, the team is currently one and one, and I just wanted to kind of deal with uh, a couple of the weapons for this offensive uh, team that we thought was going to actually do damage in the league. I uh, want to look in the artillery closet to kind of look at the weapons that the team actually boasts on offense right now. Alex Smith, Adrian Peterson, Josh Doxson, Paul Richardson, Jamison Crowder, Chris Thompson, and Jordan Reed. Uh, I want to look at the stat line for each player and kind of just talk about a little bit from their performance for the last couple of games. Alex Smith, I want to start off with him. Uh, against the Cardinals, he had a 70% completion rate. He had 255 yards. He had two touchdowns with a rating of 118.1. Coming out of that game, we all thought that we finally found the quarterback uh, that we've been needing uh, to get us over the hump here in D.C. Uh, however, in the second game against the Indianapolis Colts, he only had a 71 uh, percentage of a completion rate. He had 292 yards. He had zero interceptions, but he had zero touchdowns with an overall rating of 88.3. Total on the season from those two games, 547 yards, two touchdowns with an 87.6 uh, rating from a quarterback's perspective. Uh, I look for Alex Smith to come out against the Green Bay Packers and prove some of the doubters wrong. I think he's going to have a heck of a game. I think he's going to throw the deep stuff. He's going to throw the underneath stuff. He's going to find uh, the short stuff when he needs to, but I don't think he's going to go in with a check down mentality. I think he'll look for the deep ball, uh, and I think that he will be successful in this upcoming game against the Green Bay Packers. Next, I want to move to Adrian Peterson. Uh, we saw him in the first game come out smoking, uh, firing on all cylinders. He had uh, 26 rushing attempts for 96 yards, one touchdown, um, and he also had 70 yards receiving on two receptions in that game. Uh, as we know, one of those resulted in a fumble from a 56-yard rumble down the sidelines in the fourth quarter, uh, which the Arizona Cardinals, I think they turned it over and got a, got a touchdown after that. But needless to say, Adrian Peterson really, really showed that he had some gas in the tank on the first game. However, with the shift in the game plan, uh, and they moved to the Indianapolis Colts, he only had 11 rushes for 20 yards. You went from 26 attempts, 96 yards, to 11 rushes for 20 yards. Uh, that, folks, is a detriment. And to the detriment of the team, the team lost that game 21-9 to because you did not get Adrian Peterson going. He is a workhorse. He is your bell cow. He is the one who gets stronger throughout the course of the game. And you will be able uh, to use uh, him to your advantage if you allow him to get going early. That sets up the run-pass option, also known as RPO. It also sets up the play action later on down the line. So you want to get Adrian Peterson involved early and often. Use him, even though some of the runs he made were only for one, two yards here. Eventually, he's going to break one. You let your offensive line um, pose their will on opponents, and you get Adrian Peterson involved in the game. Moving forward from Adrian Peterson to the next weapon in our artillery closet, Josh Doxson. In the first game against the Arizona Cardinals, he had one reception for 11 Yards, his longest being 11 yards. He had no touchdowns. In the second game versus the Indianapolis Colts, he had four receptions. So we see Gruden using him more and going to him more. In the second game, he had four receptions for 37 yards. His longest was 14 yards, yet and still. He had zero touchdowns. Uh, 
Josh Doxson is going to have to get going early. Uh, there's going to have to be some passes where Alex Smith throws the ball up and Josh Doxson is going to have to go up and get it. But I see this young man as a viable threat on this offense. However, I see a lackluster effort from him. I don't see the attitude that he wants to be there. I don't see the attitude that he wants to play. I don't see the attitude that he wants to get going and he wants to make something happen on the field. And he has got to change his attitude. He's got to change his body language. And he's going to have to make himself more useful as the game approaches for the Green Bay Packers. He's going to have to get out there and be a superstar that we all know that he can be. He's got to be able to turn his potential into purpose. Moving forward from uh, Josh Doxson, the next weapon in the artillery closet offensively is Paul Richardson. Paul Richardson was a uh, sign-on in the offseason, and we all thought that Paul Richardson was going to be the replacement for Deshaun Jackson. Of course, we all loved Deshaun Jackson. He was a speedster on this team. He and uh, Pierre Garçon, losing both of those guys was such a step backward for this team in the wide receiving core. However, Paul Richardson does come in from the Seattle Seahawks, and the first game against the Arizona Cardinals, he has four receptions for 22 yards, his longest being seven yards. He has zero touchdowns. Second game of the season against the Indianapolis Colts, he has four receptions. As we see the game plan shift from the run to the pass, he has 63 yards, with his average being 15.8 yards per reception. His longest was 34 yards, yet he still has zero touchdowns. Uh, Alex Smith is going to have to get the timing down with him and Josh Doxson because these two players are going to be the players that you need to get into the end zone, okay? When you're utilizing the uh, passing game, you have to make sure that you're finding these guys in space, lead them on the passes, get them in positions, uh, throw them open if you need to, but these guys have to get involved in the offense. Neither one of them, Josh Doxson or Paul Richardson, has a touchdown in the first two games, which is uh, which is. Uh, something that's not good okay i hope to see both of those guys get going in the next game third receiver uh, in the mix and the last receiver that i want to deal with is jameson crowder uh we thought he was going to have a breakout year this year uh, unfortunately that has not been the case as well he had a good end around a reverse run for about 30 yards against uh, the indianapolis colts however that drive resulted in a field goal, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the first game against the Arizona Cardinals, he had three receptions for 32 yards. He did pick, pick up a couple of key first downs, averaging 10.7 yards per reception. His youngest, longest was 17 yards with zero touchdowns. Against the Indianapolis Colts, he had two receptions for only eight yards with a four-point a four-yard average. I mean, that is that is terrible. A four-yard average, longest being eight yards, zero touchdowns. Jamison Crowder, you have got to step up. You're the slot receiver. Uh, of course, we lost Trey Quinn with an injury in the first game, but Jamison Crowder is going to definitely have to step up. And if everybody else is being covered, you have to make sure that as a slot receiver, uh, you're getting the middle of the field and you're exploiting it uh, to the detriment of the defense of the Green Bay Packers. They're um, secondary is terrible. I look for Jameson Crowder to eat on this game coming up against the Green Bay Packers. I do foresee him having a formidable game where he catches about 80 to 90 yards, maybe one touchdown. Uh, and I do also see him being a threat in the screen game as well, which I will touch on later on in this podcast. Moving forward from the receivers into our third back guy, Chris Thompson, who has been a great teammate. He has been a great workhorse. He has been a great person to have on this team. Uh, one of our 
our offensive, uh, most productive offensive weapons uh, in the artillery closet against the Arizona Cardinals. He had five rushes for 65 yards. He also had six more receptions on top of that altogether, a buck 21 with one touchdown. Uh, we saw Jay Gruden use him early and often in the run game. And with that, we saw the run play option being set up later on in the game. But you have to get Chris Thompson in space, whether that's setting him up on the screen, whether that's setting him up on the quick outs. You have to get him out in space where he is very elusive and very difficult to bring down. Against the Indianapolis Colts, he only had four attempts for one yard rushing. One yard rushing. 13 receptions in that game, yet and still, he had zero touchdowns. Something is wrong somewhere when Chris Thompson does not get a touchdown during the course of a game. Okay, uh, the last rep weapon I want to deal with from the artillery closet is tight end Jordan Reed against the Arizona Cardinals. He had four receptions for 48 yards, 12.0 average per catch, longest being 22 yards. Against the Indianapolis Colts, he had six receptions uh, for 55 yards with a 9.2 average, um, yet and still he had zero touchdowns in the second game. And in addition to that, in the second game, he also had a very costly fumble. My conclusion in all of this, is that Gruden changed game plans from one game to the next. As we can see, uh, anybody can see that, including Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles, that when you leave the run, when you abandon the run, you move toward a one-sided and one-dimensional offense, which is not currently your strength. Your strength with Adrian Peterson in the backfield and with Chris Thompson in the backfield, uh, Chris Thompson being put on um, third down duty and with Rob Kelly being placed on injured reserve, those two guys have got to step up and they have to make things happen reminiscent of the first game. Adrian Peterson is going to have to get more carries than 11 carries. Chris Thompson is going to have to get more than six to seven carries, okay? And you have to let the run game set up the run pass option as well as the play action pass. So in my conclusion, I see uh, that Gruden has ineffective has been ineffective in his play action uh, due to the lack of run game because if you don't set it up with the run, the play action is not going to work. They're going to blitz and they're going to sack the quarterback all day. Uh, you have to get your offensive line involved in the game. Uh, we saw that they posed their will on the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Arizona Cardinals is just a bad team, but we saw them impose their will in the run game. You have to use their advantage of the run game so that you can set up the passing game. I saw that the wide receivers have lack of separation, which is why they went out and signed uh, a couple of guys here this past week. We're going to see what they can bring to the table, uh, but I do see a lack of exploiting their strengths. And I think Paul Richardson, his strength is speed. I think Jamison Crowder is getting open in the middle, uh, and I do think Josh Doxon's strength is going up to get it. You have to utilize the strengths of your receivers. There's also a lack of aggressive play calling. There was not a lot of plays thrown downfield, not a lot of long balls. And when they were thrown, they were either incomplete um, or out of bounds. Okay, we have to fix that in the passing game. I saw a lack of consistency. You did see a couple of key plays go for first downs. Then again, we got stifled and causing us to be able to uh, kick three field goals. You did not get into the end zone. You got into the red zone a few times, but there was a lack of overall consistency uh, from one drive to the next. Uh, there were three out of four field goals missed, even missed one of those field goals, which could have uh, helped the cause um, to get more points in that game. However, uh, we do need touchdowns. Uh, there was an inability to capitalize 
capitalize on two DJ Swearinger interceptions. When you win the turnover battle, you have to turn those interceptions into touchdowns, specifically uh, when you are playing tougher teams, especially on the road. Uh, but against Green Bay Packers, you're going to have to exploit that. If you can get Aaron Rodgers, um, if you can get to him early and often, pick off a couple of his passes, force him into fumbles. When you get those turnovers, you have to turn those turnovers into seven points. As a team, uh, they did hold the opponent to 21 points against the Indianapolis Cardinals, which is enough to win a game defensively. Uh, Washington is still ranked number one in defense uh, in total yards. However, you must be able to capitalize on your offensive uh, production to be able to win those games, even when your opponent scores 21 points. You have to score touchdowns in this league in order to win and to win decisively. You must score touchdowns. Uh, my fixes, um, if you want to talk about giving the car tune-up at this stage, is uh, I think that we should use double tight end sets to exploit some of the matchup problems. There's uh, have not There has not been a lot of plays called with Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis in the game. I think that you could use that to your advantage. They both possess size and speed and ability to separate from linebackers and coverage. I think that you use this to your offensive advantage. Use some double tight end sets. I also think as you tune up your offense that you want to get your running game going early to set up the play action and the RPO. I also think that you have to throw it deep to Richardson and to Crowder who are very fast and spaced. Uh, I also believe that you need to use design screens on second and third down. Get Chris Thompson in space. Maybe you don't use him straight out of the backfield as a running back, but maybe you get the ball to him uh, in the screen game. I want to see more of that from Jay Gruden. I also want to see that you use your RB, uh, your QB runs, your QB runs to keep the linebackers honest. Maybe you um, let Alex Smith um, run for five, six, seven, ten yards. He is a running quarterback. He is someone that you could use to your advantage when getting short yardage and when you are in short yardage situations. I want to see a couple of quarterback design runs. I want to keep that box loaded and I want to see long passes being thrown in the middle to both Vernon Davis and Jordan Reed as well as uh, the long ball being thrown. I think you want to get into max protection. Uh, you want to get these offensive linemen blocking. You want to get tight ends blocking when Paul Richardson and when Josh Doxson and Jamison Crowder's number is called. Uh, that's it, folks, for this podcast. I did want to kind of deal with some of the offensive uh, numbers overall, but I do think the Redskins do turn it around this week against the Green Bay, Card uh, Green Bay Packers. I'm sorry. And I look for them to um, exploit some matchups in uh, the secondary. Thank you so much. For, you're right here with uh, Cook the Chicken uh, with Lou Joe, uh, and I uh, appreciate you all, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. You just heard the podcast of Cook the Chicken with Lewis Johnson. For advertising opportunities, call 540-457-8281.